I want to welcome you all to this celebration of the Eucharist. As we always gather, to first of all, to thank God for giving us his blessings. We also pray for those who have had a rough week. We commend them into the hands of God, praying that next week become a better week. Those who have lost their loved ones, we pray for their souls and comfort, because we know only God can give us the consolation in our lives. The readings today, from the both readings, they have one theme that cuts across, the sense of unworthiness to God's call. I was always sorry of this family that were always excited. It's a couple who have their, their son, and they're saying to wonder which kind of son is he going to be? Which kind of vocation will be live? Of course, every parent always once in a while asks yourself, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to do? I remember as a child, I used to have that question all the time, every Sunday dinner. When you grow up, what are you going to become? I say, I don't know. Every time I gave them an answer, they didn't like it. But of course, this couple comes back and says, what do you think our son is going to do when he grows up? So they went to the psychologist and gave them a lot of wisdom how to find out. So he told them, well, when you go back home, get a $20, a $20 bill put on the table, next to it put on a Bible, and next get a small shot of whiskey, put it there, and says, hide behind the curtain wall and watch what your son does. He says, if he takes the, the, ten, the $20 bill, most likely he's going to become a banker or a financial advisor. So okay. So as if he takes the Bible, it means he's going to become either a priest or a preacher. And he says, and if he takes the whiskey, you are in trouble. So they did what they had been told. They hide behind the wall. The son comes back home, looks around. No one is there. He gets a $20 bill, puts it in his pocket. He gets the Bible in one hand and gets the shirt in the second hand and walks away. The husband now whispers the wife and says, Martha, he's going to become a politician. <laughs> we have been given different calling in our lives. And that's why the reason why God made us is for a mission. Maybe some of us haven't discovered what is really my call. Maybe we've been struggling. Is this the call God wants me to lay by? But the truth is, the call that God gave us at the, at the basis of this, the background of this call, is that none of us is worthy and call. I always say, if there is a priest who thinks you should become a bishop, he should never become one. If there is a bishop who thinks you should become the pope, he should never become one. If you think you should become the EOM, you should never become one. If you think you are you're fit for the job. But not because you shouldn't, because... In every call, what is behind is the sense of unworthiness before God. That's what we see in the first reading. Isaiah is in the temple, of course, as a good practicing Jew, is praying. And all of a sudden, he sees the glory of God fills the temple. He sees the angels sing the tradeon, the holy, 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 which in a few minutes we'll be singing here. It's an angelic song. So when we sing that song, always remember, it's not our song. It's an angelic song. We join with the angels to sing the glory of God, how holy God is. 
So Isaiah shakes to the ground because there was an understanding that if you ever come before the face of God, you are dead mate. So that's why, if you remember in the Old Testament, in Exodus, when Moses comes to the burning bush, what does he do? He covers his face. He says he's afraid to look at the face of God. Isaiah today sees God in the temple and is afraid. He says, woe to me, I live among unclean people and I have unclean lips myself. But then what happens? He realizes how unworthy he is. Then what follows is God cleansing him. He says, yes, you've realized you're not worthy. Now you're on the right path. Because every time you think you're worthy, You've got it wrong. So that's why today Isaiah is cleansed. After being cleansed, then God asks, Whom shall I send? And Isaiah says, Here I am, send me. He has realized that it's not all about him. No, it's about what God is sending him to be accomplish. Same theme comes in the second reading. Paul tells us that he is the least among the apostles. He said, in fact, he should never have been called an apostle. He's not worthy to be an apostle. And so is Peter in the gospel. Jesus encounters Peter today, and it's not the first time Jesus encounters Peter. If you remember two weeks back, Jesus was in Nazareth. He left and came back to Galilee and came to Peter's house. And Peter's mother-in-law lay in bed with a fever. So Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. So they knew each other, but not that well. So today, the gospel tells us Jesus is on the Sea of Galilee doing what he does best, he's preaching. So he asked Peter, Peter, can I borrow your board? Peter said, oh yeah, sure. He's busy washing his nets. Jesus is busy preaching. Peter is not paying attention. And Jesus realizes that. So after the whole preaching, he says, Peter, okay, Peter, now cast your nets into the deep. And Peter is going to say, look, guy, I know you are a master of so many things, but fishing is not your business. So you come from, Gal- you come from Nazareth. There is not any lake. I was born here. I know where to fish. But the whole night I caught nothing, so you're going to tell me what to do? But what we realize today is not that the catch is all about how Peter grows in his relationship with God, with Christ. He begins by calling him master. Say, we worked so hard last night, we got nothing. Says, but at your command, I'll do it. He does it because, not because he believes it. He doesn't say, well, if he insists, let me prove you wrong. But the gospel tells us at the end, they caught so many fish to the extent the net we are going to bust. At that moment, Peter realizes what is, pre- what, it, what is in presence of him is God himself. That's why he says, depart from me, Lord. The only time we used to, to Jesus after resurrection, Peter uses it right now, says, depart from me. He began from master to Lord. His faith is growing. So what does all this have to do with us? One is to realize that in every calling we have, think about your job not as a job. It's a calling. And wherever you are today, whatever you call your job is, it's your mission. 
How are you using the mission to bring God's glory to those around you? It's very easy for us to get caught up into, it's my job, it's my paycheck, and you forget that you are dealing with men and women and children who are made in God's image. Anytime we realize that our calling is only useful if it serves its, its intended goal and who is intended. So let us realize that in every our lifestyle, our vocation, none of us is worthy. It's the grace of God that helps us to realize who is calling us. As we leave the church today, I'm going to challenge you. Take some time and ask yourself the question, what is your mission in life? What is your mission in life? Yes, you can do so many, so many things. You can be so busy doing so many good things, which is fine. But is that really your mission? You're going to find out at times that God is calling you somewhere else. But then he promises you, as promises Isaiah, I'll be with you. But also, there is something I want to bring to your attention is anytime God calls us, we always have an excuse not to do it. We have a thousand excuses not to do it. No one ever said, oh yeah, just I'm here, let's go, let's go. Everyone gives an excuse why he cannot do it. Jeremiah said, I am too young to speak. Moses said, I can't speak well. Isaiah, I am unworthy. It's same to Peter. There will be a thousand reasons not to do something God is calling you to do. We shall have a thousand reasons not to feed the poor. We shall have a thousand reasons not to visit prisoners. We shall have a million excuses not to welcome strangers. But whatever excuse we have, God says, I don't care. I want you. Let us ask for the grace today to realize our call and ask for the blessings so that God may lead us to the mission he's calling us to. The Lord be with you.